Welcome to the System Hub Podcast. Hola. Konnichiwa. Guten Tag. Where we interview world-class experts. You have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing. I was fanatical in my 20s. If you could find a way to produce a business that works without you, your life would change like that. Extracting, organizing, and optimizing their best systems and processes for rapid business growth. Now, let's get into the show. I'm your host, David Jennings, and in this session, we're going to be chatting with Chu Xiong Mei from Big Marker. Now, Big Marker, it's a very cool webinar hosting and automation platform. It kind of helps to fill that gap where GoToWebinar and Zoom just seem to miss the mark because it allows for uh, much more deep customization, deep analytics, automated webinars. It's got all the things that you would expect from a standard webinar platform from live webinar hosting through to meeting rooms. So it's got all those, but yeah, it just, like I said, fills the gap. As far as Zhu Zhong's concerned, just before he got started with Big Marker, he used to work with or work for Accenture Technology Labs, where he'd spot new technologies and things like that as they were starting to emerge and then look to see how it could be applied through to their clients. But then in 2010, he had to become a carer for his mum. She was fighting cancer at the time and he left Accenture and then during that time, then started moonlighting and started up Big Marker. They've just gone from strength to strength, had huge growth, very much by just focusing in on their clients and what it is that they wanted to see from the platform and innovating based on the feedback that they were getting. And they've just, yeah, as I said, had huge growth. So I've very much been looking forward to this call, and it's with great pleasure that I get to welcome Zhu Zhong to the summit. Yeah, thank you so much uh, for having me, Dave. Now, I know we're going to cover a lot of things in this particular session. Particularly, I want to go through your system that you follow for, for having a successful webinar. So just as a way to get started, I always like to talk about what the problems that this particular system aims to solve for business owners. So what having a good webinar system can do for them. And then we can actually go through that step by step. So I can give a quick overview of like, you know, what's the like a main components of a successful webinar. So in our point of view, like, you know, webinars, it's not just like, you know, a live session, right? I think one of the things that people always think about when they think of webinar is like, you know, the live session uh, when the webinar is actually going. But webinars, hosting a successful webinar is actually a, a series of events has to happen. It's like a life cycle. Okay, so for us, you know, we break it down to a few components. The first point is to uh, make sure people uh, know about your webinar, right? So this is the marketing component where you collect registrations. So you can do that through ads, through social media, um, through your mailing list, through many channels. You get people you know, aware of your webinar, you get them to sign up. And once they sign up, you know, the next step is to make sure they actually show up to your webinar. Because if they, if they register and then they forget about it, they don't show up, and then, then you know there's no use for it. So you know that's a big thing that we focus on to make sure people show show up on our webinar. And then uh, with that, at the same time, you know there's components where like you know you can, you can integrate with your CRM tools to make sure during this process you can keep on nurturing your leads. Uh, you can send them other information, or you can qualify your leads based on where they are uh, or any of the attributes that you collect or that, you know, the responses you're getting from their registering. And then after that, you know, that's really, you know, then the live event, right? The live webinar is actually you host the live webinar where you deliver the content and use many kind of the tools. Many of the presentations that we do at, you know, live webinar with screen sharing, with slides. Um, we can also do videos and also 
during this time so you can make it make the webinar very interactive with polls and you know ask Q&A questions to make sure your audience is engaged to make sure they focus on what you are talking about and stay until the end where you can give your your offer your call to action to make sure you achieve your goal and of course and that's during the webinar right and then after webinar you also want to follow up because there's not everybody that that one attended your webinar and two, not everybody got the whole content. So you will want to do follow up to people that registered but never attended it. Um, so you will send follow up with those people. And then uh, for people that did attend, you can evaluate what they did and based on what they did inside of webinar, like you know, what kind of chat they sent, what kind of questions they answered, further qualify those leads and maybe follow up to you know really warm prospects. Perfect. That's a really good overview. So I'd love to go through each one of those and break it down and, yeah, get some of your insights for each. So, yeah, if if we think about step number one, yeah, can you walk us through that? And I might have some questions as we go. Oh, yeah, sure. So step one is really um, the registration components, right? And then that component is really, you know, a few things you need. Uh, You need to set up a very nice and clear landing page for people to, to get your message out. So in a very, in a very concise webinar title, a very title that you know, entices people to click on your um, invitation links or they, you know, read the webinar landing page. Um, you, you know, they want you, you know, matches their interest. So that's very important, you know, for, for us, you know, for big market, we, we do offer a wide range of webinar landing page templates, but a lot of people also, you know, you can, you can, you know, with landing page, you can use a lot of tools. You, know, you can use WordPress um, to build your landing pages, or you can use any of this you know, landing page builders out there to create a landing page that's the you know, best suit your need. And then once the landing page is built, that's the part where you gotta you know get people to know about it. So you can that's when you can use social media, a lot of people do Facebook ads or LinkedIn ads, and then the other ones you can do is uh, emails. You know, email marketing. To your existing list to getting them aware of your webinars yeah with the registration have you seen like the type of data that you'd want to collect is it email and name is probably the best to go to get the best response is it a case of more data reduces the conversion rate of those landing pages do you have any suggestions around that i think that people typically think that the more fields you add the, the less likely they will sign up. From our data, I think it really depends on your list. So if your list is like a very engaged uh, list of subscribers that they expect to get uh, emails from you and they really like your content, you know, the, you know, the, the number of fields actually does not reduce uh, conversion that much. Yeah. On the other hand, if the audience that you're trying, you're, you're trying to reach is not as doesn't know you very well, like particularly when you do like um, Facebook ads where, you know, you know they're, they're learning about you for the very first time, then in those kind of situations, the number of field does reduce conversion. Yeah. And then timing wise, how far out, and it obviously it'll depend on the topic and size of audience and those sorts of things, but generally speaking, or if you even can generalize, how far out should you start promoting a webinar prior to actually running it? The sweet spot that we've seen that, that seem, uh, works really well is two to three weeks before you launch a webinar and then actually hosting it. Because you can do it, you know, obviously you can change it, but that's a good time frame because they give you enough time for you to raise awareness to get enough people to register for it. 
um, to set up reminders. But at the same time, if it's you know if you make it too far out, you know they will actually forget. So you have to send them more and more reminder emails, and then the yeah. more reminder emails you think you sent them, they might get annoyed, they might unsubscribe. So the you know the sweet spot that we've seen so far is like you know two or three weeks, and then you yeah. send them a, a, a reminder a day before, and then for us we we'll also send a reminder like thirty minutes before the webinar starts. Yeah, and I know uh, Big Marker sends out reminders. What are your thoughts on once registration happens, getting people to add it to their calendar? Is that something as well? Because I know calendars send out reminders. You can have the platform Big Marker send out reminders. Yeah, are there any thoughts on how to, I suppose, make sure or increase the likelihood that they're going to show up? Yeah, so email reminder is definitely, I would say, it's one of the most effective ways. And then, yeah, calendar invites, you know, and so all our emails that goes out, reminder emails, registration confirmation emails, all has the, the calendar, add to calendar. So that's, that's very critical um, to make sure people add to the calendar of the events. And then in addition, um, if you do also, you know, because like once you get the registration information, you can plug it into your own CRM tools and you want to send additional email to, emails to them, um, additional content that's also very good, right? So you can nurture the lead prior to the webinar starts and you can put a lot of content into those emails as well. Yeah. With the reminder emails, is there any, and again, it'll depend on how far out you are, but if we say that two to sort of three-week time frame, the reminders that you'd sent out, as you mentioned, there'd be some sort of confirmation. So that would be just straight after you opt in. What are some of the other ones that you like to send? Like, is it the day before? Is it the hour before? Is it both? Yeah. So by default, for us, when people host webinars on Big Marker, we we'll let them send a, uh, a reminder one day before and then also 30 minutes before the webinar starts. So those reminders are strictly just remind people, you know, the webinar is happening. But if you want to add other content for it, like, you know, you know, thank you for registering and then they have additional content, like, you know, download my ebook or additional things, you can definitely do that. So then you can add more frequent, you know, those needs extra setup. So by default, right now, we're only sending what, a day or 30 minutes, but you can definitely send more. Yes. Yeah. And then let's say you, you're looking to get people to show up to the webinar and you mentioned some different channels. Do you have any guides around, and it's probably how long is a piece of string, it might be very hard to say because it's going to depend on the audience and things like that, but have you seen any particularly effective methods for marketing webinars, let's say, through to a cold audience? Like, are you seeing people use, you know, Facebook ads, LinkedIn, you know, a variety of different methods to drive to a, you know, a webinar registration? And I don't know, again... It'll probably be hard to say because it will vary, but what people pay, let's say, to get someone to attend to like a cold, a cold audience to attend to a webinar. Yes, yeah, so I think so. That's that's a good point. There's like two dis uh, distinguishing factors you mentioned. I think that's very um, important. One is that you know the paid type of webinars where you're actually selling tickets to a webinar versus a free type of webinar uh, where you are basically giving them in free information. In exchange, you know, you get in contact information, get them to know your firm and with the potential to engage them in the future. Okay, so for so those two have very different approaches. So for the for the free ones, you know, the, the ones that we see that works really well is like, you know, if you come to our webinar, the topics usually it's it's more of like a broader topic. And that's 
that covers a lot of like more of like introduction kind of topics that will mm -hmm. get people interested into certain things like introduction to photography or um, you know get into um, how to you know, do search engine optimization some um, getting started tactics those are good for um for good for like free webinars and I mean, those are just some examples but mm -hmm. the ones that works with those type of webinars i think the ones that works really well why we see works really well is that the landing page one has a very clear title and also pers you know deliver a sense of like very clear objective like so when people attend they'll know okay so like you know ones like you know 10 ways to improve your website conversions right so if people if you do a webinar on that and the audience knows okay by attending this webinar i know exactly what you get then you have a very high chance of succeeding to to get them to register and um, to to uh, you know attend your webinar so that's for free ones and then for paid webinars those topics that we that we see are usually much more in depth, like you know, very very deeper, more advanced topics that's already noticeable for the user, uh, or for the for the people that's registering for the webinar, and we really want to get to the next level. And those ones, I would say, like you know, those are harder to engage because you know people have to have to think about it because you're asking them to pay for it, and you do have to work a little more to make sure your landing pages, your messaging are more clear. Um, to conceive that, you know, to deliver the value that they will get. Yeah, that makes sense. And then when we move through to running of the webinar, is there anything that someone would do to best prepare? Like, obviously, having good lighting, like we've got here, good audio, then obviously making sure that you have a stable internet, and my internet's not been the best this morning. Yeah, are there any suggestions on, on how to ensure that the, the webinar goes smoothly? Yeah, so for the live component, one of the most important things we suggest is really to prepare and practice, do a dry run of the environment. Um, one is like, you know, to know how to, where everything is, you know, where the, all the, you know, whichever webinar tool you're using, you know where the buttons are to turn on cameras and just make sure the content switching between, like if you're switching between cameras or switching to screen sharing back to cameras, those, you know, you know how to switch those and make it very, um, very seamless. So that's one. And then the other one is really practice the content of what you want to deliver. Um, so say if you're going to deliver a one hour uh, webinar, a good format could be like, you know, 45 minutes of content with 15 minutes of Q&A. And uh, within those time frames, you really want to be able to um, you know, do a practice, make sure your content fits that time frame. And then with the, with the questions that you're answering, you know, you know, leave enough time for questioning. And during your presentation, it would also be good to practice to where you can add in some actual engagement tactics, like, you know, offering um, polls, asking questions, get them to engage, you know, get them to put stuff into the chat and then, you know, or give them uh, special offers to get them engaged, those things to, to practice and make sure when you're actually doing a real webinar, those things are very, you know, second nature to you versus yeah. keep on talking and then something you run at a time. Yes. As we transition to that idea of running the webinar, I thought you might have some insights because you, you'll probably have some analytics across the board. Are there some sort of standard 
rates of of show up rates. It's, that's always been the thing that's quite interesting as far as number of people that register a webinar versus show up. And it obviously vary heavily depending on how engaged the audience is and things like that. But it's always good to have some benchmarks. So when people see you know, percentage and not everybody show up. I mean, it'd be great to get everybody, but uh, it's usually not the case. Do you have any insights there? So again, so it was the two type of webinars, right? So if you're doing a free webinar where people just register and they're not paying for it, the, you know, the registration versus the show up rate is, will be the, the, um, will be lower versus you're paying for it. We've seen like, you know, for webinar, if you pay for the tickets to buy a webinar, and you know, the show up rate is usually like 80, 90%, almost everybody yeah. Pay for the webinar, and then for free webinars, and then that really depends on your audiences. You know how often you do it, and how, how engaged they are, or did they know you previously? And then that that percentage that we see usually is like you know thirty to fifty percent uh, of people yeah. that shows up. So, yeah. so but one, one thing I would say, like you know, even though so you know you know you say like, you know, I've got a lot of people registered, um, not everybody comes. But the beauty of hosting a webinar is, you know, because the, the session is recorded, um, you can always send them a recording. And then with Bitmarker, you can actually do a you know, fully simulated live, schedule another session, actually just replay the entire session as if it's, it's live, and then to re-deliver that experience to people that, that you know, that missed it. Yeah. So you do it multiple times, then you can, you know, get more and more people engaged to learn, you know, what the, the content of your webinar is. Um, with that, so that feels like, yeah, the next piece after you run the live webinar and, and you think about the structure and you do some of the rehearsing and, and potentially, again, depending on what the content is, finishing with some form of call to action, telling people what it is that you want them to do next as a result of watching the webinar. But then you mentioned, obviously, if the show up rate is anywhere between, let's say, 30 and 50% for a free webinar, so we're talking potentially 70 to 50% not showing up a lot of people i know they register with the purpose of catching the replay so what does the the sequence look like after like is it something emailing attendees straight away who did show up and say you know well done congratulations emailing those who didn't show up and saying hey you missed it here's the recording do you have any sort of best practices around that yeah, absolutely. So for for a replay for that one, we definitely recommend emailing as soon as possible. Um, so as yeah. soon as you finish your webinar, we process recording, and then you if you take a look if uh, you're recording, and then and, you know it's even better just like pre-prepare the messages, and then as soon as it's, it's ready and send it out, the sooner the faster the better. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do you have any other sort of final tips, I suppose, about running this structure? I feel like, yeah, it's, we've talked about getting that landing page right and making sure that the message connects. We've talked about the actual running of the webinar and then after the running of the webinar, then how to maximize that work. Do you have any other tips around this process? Yeah. So I think one is to really you know, get comfortable presenting and with the flow. So the, the, the ones that we see are very successful, successful is that, you know, they, they got really got into a good habit of hosting webinars and they would choose really good topics to get the flow going. And uh, one thing about webinars that some people think was, you know, it's like you got to do a lot of work to prepare to, to do things, but, you know, they're like, well, is it like, you know, 
you know, it's a lot of work to some people. However, the return on, on webinars is, is actually really, really high. Because like, you know, if you think about it, you know, people that come to your webinar is going to give you full attention and listen to you talk for, for like almost an hour. In many cases, like you know, more than an hour, um, that is a great time to you know, present your, your knowledge and your business or your offering. So it's, it's a really a worthwhile preparation. And then when you deliver it well, um, the chance of converting prospects to customers is extremely high. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, webinars are a fantastic, very leveraged way to get the message out. And then the repurposing of the content, that idea of doing it once, but then including that in the ongoing marketing, I think it's a very powerful tool. So just in closing, I know we'll point people through to the Big Marker website. Are, are there any final things that you wanted to, to point out or, or, or suggestions or, or next step is, yeah, go check out the Big Marker website? Oh, yeah, we definitely um, welcome um, people to come check out our website, bigmarker.com. And we definitely believe that we are the best webinar platform for, for marketing. Uh, we have to, you know, for both the entire life cycle of the webinar, um, as we talk from you know, registering to hosting a live webinar to um, delivering the, um, the, the replay, um, it's all in one place. It's built in a very uh, intuitive format. And then we have a very, you know, strong belief in extremely strong engineering. So everything we do on there is, is fully optimized. So we do a lot of bandwidth optimization to make sure the, the webinar delivers uh, really well for for all the audiences. And I believe we have the best compatibility as a browser-based platform. So anybody with any kind of device, any kind of computer can enter and experience the webinar. Yeah, perfect. Well, I'll pop all the links so people can check it out. A big thank you, Shishong, for walking us through that process. And uh, yeah, if anybody have any questions, they can just head over to bigmarker.com. Thank you so much for having me. You've just been listening to the System Hub Podcast. Remember, we've documented this system for you so you can literally swipe and deploy it within your business. Head to www.systemhub.com forward slash podcast to download it now.